Mary. Join me as we look at Disney destinations and what you need to know so you can be a jolly traveler. Well, hey, hey, it's almost Turkey Day. Hope you're doing great today. As I'm recording this, I'm just a couple of days away from Thanksgiving and I have all those foods just running through my brain about all the good things that we will be having this Thanksgiving to eat. And I am so excited because I am all about it. I am all about it. I love everything about it. I love the smells and the taste. And then you go into the turkey coma and then you come back out again and you get some more food. Love it. I know this year is a little different than years past and I hope that you are able to find a way to celebrate this wonderful, wonderful holiday that so often gets overlooked in the shuffle from Halloween to Christmas. I hope that you are able to celebrate with those that you love, eat some good food, laugh, and just have a great big time. Today, we have several things to talk about. It's not anything about turkey, I'm sad to say. But we're going to be talking about some news that has just been released a couple of days now from Disney, and then we're going to get into the meat of the podcast. So first, I want to talk about something that is coming back to Disney. We've been hearing so many things that have been temporarily paused since they have reopened, but something that we have just found we are getting back is beginning January 1st, 2021, park hopping is coming back. It's going to be different than what it was before shutdowns, so I wanted to kind of go over that with you. So you could be thinking about, is park hopping something that I would be interested in doing when I go? Or am I going to be a hard pass on that? Park hopping, when you have that added to your ticket, allows you to visit multiple parks within one day. So you could start out at Magic Kingdom. You could hop to this one, hop to that one. Back before things kind of changed, you would hear a lot of people that would try to do the four parks in one day challenge. I have done that with Sawyer before. It was so much fun, but let me tell you, it is not for the faint of spirit. It was, it was hard. It was tiring, but it was so much fun, and I'm so glad we did it. They are bringing back park hoppers, but it's changed a little bit, so I want to go over that. If you are going to park hop, obviously they are still keeping in place the park reservations that you have to have a park reservation made to go along with your ticket. So let's say I'm going to start my day off at Magic Kingdom. You're going to want to have your park reservation made for whatever park you're starting at. So I would want to make my park reservation for Magic Kingdom. Now, to park hop, you do not have to make a park reservation for the park that you're going to hop to. So you're just going to make that first park reservation. You are not allowed to park hop to another park until after 2 p.m. Before, you could literally walk in the gates, ride a ride, and come out there where there's no stipulations on when you could go, come and go to the other parks. But now, you have to be after 2 p.m. before you go to that other park. Another thing is, you have to actually enter into the park that you have the first park pass reservation for. 
So to hop, you're going to have to have your park reservation for Magic Kingdom. Actually go into Magic Kingdom and then after 2 p.m., you're able to go to a different park. Another thing that Disney is letting you know is we've talked about uh, many times the Rise of the Resistant boarding group and how you want to try to do that and the ways that you go about that. So currently there are two times that you can try to get into those boarding groups. 7 a.m., which has been a recent change, you can actually try to get those boarding groups before you even get to the park, and 2 p.m. The difference with Hollywood Studios is if you park hop to Hollywood Studios on any day, you know, you have to wait till after 2 p.m., you are not allowed to try to get a boarding group at Hollywood Studios. Even if it were available by some miracle, you cannot try to get a boarding group if you park hop to Hollywood Studios. So if you're at Hollywood Studios and you want to do the Rise of the Resistance, you can still try. You have to have your park pass. Try those two times, 7 a.m., 2 p.m. Then let's say at 2 p.m. you don't get the boarding group and you've done everything you want to do in Hollywood Studios. At that point, after 2 p.m., you can park hop and go wherever you want to. So they're just letting people know you're not going to be able to park hop over to Hollywood Studios and hope to get a Rise of the Resistance boarding group. If you're wanting to get the boarding group, then your first priority is going to be make that park reservation for Hollywood Studios. Try to get those boarding group reservations at the two times that they allow you to do that. And then if you want to leave after 2 p.m. and you see you don't get that boarding group, you can leave. So I hope that helps you and kind of gets you thinking about would park hopping be something that you want to pay extra onto your ticket to be able to do? We in the past have really enjoyed having that as an option and we're glad that it's coming back and we'll just miss out on that at Christmas time. We'll have to stay with our one park a day, but that's going to be fine too. We, we enjoy just as long as we're in a park. We don't care if we hop, not hop. We just are so looking forward to being there and I've had a really hard time staying off any kind of social media platform, seeing things that are there because while I want to know so I can tell you all, I don't want to see it. I want to see it with my own eyes when I get there. So it's like I'm doing like a peek out of one eye to kind of see what's going on. So I hope that gives you some clarity on the park hopper. And now we're going to talk about how you can be a cast member or at least act like one. I had this thought, you know, it's not the easiest thing coming up with your topic each week, especially when this is all new to you and trying to figure it out. And it gets a little hard sometimes thinking about, well, what can I talk about that somebody would want to listen to? Or what information can I give somebody? And this idea popped into my head last week. You know, a lot of us have noticed that a lot of the magic that is Disney comes from the cast members. Now, am I saying every cast member that you're going to come into contact with is a magical person? No. Sometimes you can have a dud. But there are a lot more wonderful cast members than there are not wonderful cast members. And I just want to talk about those cast members and some of the interactions that we have had with some really good ones that have left a memory with us and have really changed the way our vacation was because of our interaction with them. And how you, I say how you can be a cast member, I don't mean literal cast member, which that would be great if you wanted to go be a cast member in Disney, go live your dream. I'm in full support of that. But that's not realistic for most of us. 
but you can still have a positive Disney cast member like effect on others in your day-to-day life wherever you are whatever you're doing so we're going to talk about that when I sat down to try to think about because we've been on a you know, a lot of trips to Disney, and we have had so many good experiences with cast members, and I could go a way long time talking about it, but we don't have a long time, so I wanted to kind of condense. Obviously, if we have gone during a time when we're celebrating something, more specifically, probably a birthday, we would always get the birthday buttons and have those on in the parks. Now, Sawyer, my son, is not so big on wearing a button because he does not like to have attention drawn to himself. He's very shy and kind of reserved, but I'm all about a birthday button. I love to celebrate. I love a birthday button, and I have had, when we've gone to eat, I have had special desserts brought over. I have had them give birthday cards that the characters have signed that I have kept all these years. I have had where I have gone to quick service restaurants and picked up our food and the cast member has noticed my button and has given, you know, birthday cupcakes. One time my son, my oldest son, He was celebrating his birthday and we were in Club Cool trying all the drinks and all the samples. We loved Club Cool and we miss it dearly, desperately. And he was just in there mingling around and the cast member came over to get him and he got a free frozen Coke icy like drink because he had his birthday button on. So just being recognized and not even having to have something given to you, just they go out of their way to say, happy birthday, or I've heard happy first visit when they had their first visit buttons on. Or one time I had my birthday button on and I was watching the Dapper Dans, a singing group in Magic Kingdom, and they sang happy birthday to me. Just special things like that. So I want to encourage you when you go, if you're celebrating something, wear that birthday button or wear that celebration button. Just because you can have some really great cast member interactions. I'm not saying that every place you go, that you're going to, they're going to be throwing free stuff at you, but it's just a way for them to just to see you and recognize and say happy birthday or happy anniversary or, and even on the buses. I know I go out of my way to look at people's buttons and if it's their birthday or whatever it says on their button, a lot of times I'll comment on their button and it's kind of a way again where I can be a cast member, but not. I'm giving them that recognition or just trying to pass something positive on to somebody else. So get a button, you won't regret it, love a button. Another thing that we had um, on our last visit, we were there in October, Sawyer and I, and at that time, there were no buses going from Pop Century to Hollywood Studios or to Epcot. They did that because they are wanting most people to utilize the Skyliner. They've spent a lot of money on that, so they're wanting to encourage people to take that mode of transportation. We were there, and we were going to go to Hollywood Studios, and we were going to take an Uber or a Lyft over because the line to the Skyliner can be very long, And I just, it's worth it to me. That $10 is worth every penny just to get an Uber. They come to pick you up. They take you and they drop you off close to the front. 
I gladly pay it every time. We had gotten there early and we had some time to kill and it was a beautiful morning and there was just a bench sitting close to the bus stop for Hollywood Studio, but it was kind of covered and we just thought, well, we're going to sit here and wait. There was a cast member. He was out directing the people in the lines that were going to Magic Kingdom and he saw us sitting over there on the bench. And he said, are you waiting on a bus to go to Hollywood Studios? And I was like, no, sir, we're we're just here a little early. We're going to catch an Uber or Lyft here in a little bit because, you know, I know the buses don't go to Hollywood Studios. And he said, that's right. And he says, but I tell you what, if you'll wait here just a minute, I'll get a bus for you. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, we can just take a Lyft or an Uber. He goes, no, wait right here. And it wasn't five minutes that he had a bus called over just for us. Now, there were a couple of other people once we were there. They didn't know about the buses not going to Hollywood Studios. And so he was like, if you'll wait right here for just a second, I'll have a bus. And I don't know if they realized the Disney magic that they received at that point because they were just like, oh, okay. But that was so nice. He did not have to do that. We could go back there and catch the Skyliner. We could have paid the money to Uber or Lyft. But that gesture started the day out so great. We were like, that he did not even have to do that. So that was so nice. I know I have shared a video. It's a couple of years old. But we were at the Animal Kingdom. We had driven that year and driven our car to the park. And back then the trams would run and take you from the wherever you parked at to the front of the park. And we had gotten on a tram with a gentleman and he was the funniest cast member. He was just, I mean, you have two ways you can drive a tram. You can just be all business. This is stop so-and-so. We're going to the front of the park. You could be, that could be, you're still doing your job, but you're not having very much fun. This gentleman was having the best time. And he picked us up and he was singing a song. He, he said, Giraffe 43, Giraffe 43, Giraffe 43 is where you parked. And then I think he did jazz hands at the end. Now, that was probably three years ago that that man took us on that tram and we had such a good time. And three years later, I can't even remember what I'm walking into a room for half the time. That's just where I am in my life. I don't even know, but I can tell you the exact spot that my car was at on that day in Animal Kingdom. It was in Giraffe 43, the nicest man, the nicest man. He didn't have to go and do all that. He could have been, oh, you know, just doing his business, just matter of fact, but he made it so much fun. Everybody was singing along. Everybody was smiling. If you have to do a job, have fun, be nice, be kind to people. That didn't cost him anything to do that, but I remember it to this day. Another example, we were at Magic Kingdom on July the 3rd. It was hot, probably like we were the, so close to the sun had to be that day because it was hotter than whatever. And we have a, they've taken the rocking chairs away because of the stupid COVID. But we had a spot outside of the Hall of Presidents that had two rocking chairs and it was covered. And it was our favorite place to try to get a chair to sit and just rest for a little bit of time. But they've moved the chairs now. 
But anyway, we were there and it was about dusk. And this little girl, I remember she was dressed up in her like early Americana with the little hat that they wear and the the old timey costume. And she was walking back and forth and she was doing her job. And and she just, I forget how she started the conversation. And we just started talking to her and, and she was talking about how she was excited for the fireworks to be starting in a little bit. And we were like, yeah. And she was commenting about how we had a good spot to watch them and just having just general conversation. And she was walking back and forth. Bless her heart. She was working just like a dog. We were sitting there just, you know, just minding our own business. That precious little thing went over to the Sleepy Hollow Funnel Cake and brought us a funnel cake. And it was with strawberry and whipped cream. And she said, I just wanted y'all to have this. We were like, you're kidding. And she was like, no, I hope y'all have a great day. Here we are sitting in a great spot. The fireworks fixing to start. And she has just brought us over a funnel cake for no reason other than just to be kind. Another thing, this happens to my son all the time. Sawyer is the funniest thing. He knows exactly what he wants. If he sees a shirt or a souvenir or a hat, there's not been a time I have been with that child. Pretty much every day, he gets comments on the shirt that he's wearing, the hat that he has on. He just has a flair, that child. He does. It's funny. One day, he had on a Mr. Toad shirt from Mr. Toad's Wild Ride that's in Disneyland. It used to be in Disney World, but it's not there now. But anyway, he loved Mr. Toad when we went to Disneyland, and he saw that shirt, and he bought it, and so that day he had it on. Now, Sawyer is also very chintzy with his money. He likes to save his money, which I'm so proud, and he had decided when we go on trips, I do, we do pay for a lot of his things, but you know, sometimes if he wants special things, he needs to come off the hip and pay for that. And he had decided he wanted a Peter Pan float that can be found in the Magic Kingdom. I highly recommend it. It's outside of Winnie the Pooh and it is fantastical. But he decided he wanted a Peter Pan float. And so he was begrudgingly reaching into his pocket to get his wallet to pay for his Peter Pan float. And he'd placed his order and the girl said, hey, I like your shirt, and gave him the Peter Pan float. And he was so excited. He was like, she just gave it to me. I said, why? Because she liked my shirt. So, I mean, Disney is all the time doing things like that. And even, I'm not even talking about all the time it has to be them giving you something. I know we have had the best interactions with cast members. There is one girl that we had on the Jungle Cruise, except it was during the holidays, and during the holidays, they turn it to be the Jingle Cruise, and we went on it at night, and you know, Jungle Cruise is known for kind of its dry humor, it's just, you know, you go for the dry jokes, or at least we do, and this girl, not only was it, because a lot of them say the same things, but it was her delivery, it was her way that she went about doing that, We had the best time on that Jingle Cruise. We still talk about it. We still to this day, she would say something and it would be part of the part of the joke. And then she would go, Jingle Cruise. So sometimes we'll be doing something and then we'll we'll say Jingle Cruise. Or one time we were in Country Bear Jamboree. There's the cast member that kind of starts it all off. We've been in there where the cast member has been like, today we'd like to welcome you to the Country Bear Jamboree. Yes, get started. You know, just very monotone. 
This girl was on it, man. She took that job serious and she, she had everybody in stitches and we were ready to go when she started that show. She was fantastic. So I say all of this and give you these examples of our experiences. And that's just, that's just a portion. That's just a portion of the great experiences that we have had with cast members. But what I want you to know is that we can do those things in our normal life. We may not be able to give away funnel cakes or things like that, but what you're doing day to day and how you act and how you treat people, you're leaving an impression on every person that you come into contact with. And I know everybody's day cannot be perfect all the time. And we all have these moments where we feel like we're going to drop our basket. Like I, I realize that, but we need to try to remember that we leave an impression on people with every interaction that we have. We can choose to be kind or we can choose to be unkind. We can choose to be loving. We can choose to be unloving. So as we go through our day-to-day, let's think about ways that we can be like those good Disney cast members and try to leave good, positive thoughts and feelings with everybody that we come into contact. This year has been a doozy of a year. It has affected all of us in one way or the other. And I just feel like we, if we could just try to pass along that Disney magic to each and every person we come into contact with, it makes the day so much more bearable and manageable and tolerable. I'm saying this to myself to remind myself as much as anybody that we look back on our interactions with others and we hope and pray that people will remember us in a positive, wonderful way and not in a mean or a crotchety or hateful way. So let's think about that. Let's think about little things that we can be doing in our everyday lives to be more like those good Disney cast members. And especially we're getting into, you know, we're right in the middle of that holiday season Like we talked about earlier, Thanksgiving's almost upon us. We got so much to be thankful about. And no matter what you are facing today, somebody always has it worse than you do. And look for the ways every day to count your blessings and be thankful. I'm thankful for each one of you. I'm so thankful that you tune in, that you allow me to share some Disney magic, keep you informed with things that are going on. It's something that I truly, truly love and I appreciate you and am so thankful for you. And until next time, stay safe and be well. Thanks for joining me. I'm so grateful for our community. Until next time, whether traveling the world, the neighborhood, or just through life, remember, travel jolly.